What is India known for? Its culture, Vedic knowledge, scriptures, Bollywood, cricket, and what not. But there's another lens to see India as a country, a nation that produces engineers at massive scale. And for many, it's actually after engineering they realize that they want to pursue their career in some other field. And marketing stands to be one of those fields. So I thought it would be interesting to discuss about this and give perspective to people as to how to create a roadmap for themselves and get into marketing without going for an MBA. Now to get this roadmap, I have someone with me who has been there and done that. Tarun Makija, co-founder of Big Mouth Digital and Media, a digital marketing agency based out of Mumbai. He is an engineer turned marketer. He has been running the agency right after his engineering and has successfully managed to do so for almost 4 years now. Tarun also speaks at marketing and entrepreneurship events and he is also a digital marketing trainer. Not just this, he is one of the best communicators I have personally known. So let's begin the show. You are listening to Witty and Viral with me Pratik Satpute and we will be right back. Welcome Tarun to the show. How's the lockdown going for you personally? and what are the things that you are actually doing obviously apart from work thank you thank you pratik for having me today it feels amazing to come here with you and i'm glad that you're starting this thank so you. in terms of the lockdown uh, been doing a lot of things apart from work like you mentioned yes sometimes i have seen a couple of episodes of ramayan i've completed money heist almost and i love the show i've been binging netflix i've been uh, we doing video calls and house parties with my friends i've been uh, playing ludo at times you know it's a time consuming game but it's interesting and uh, apart from that uh, yes a lot of family time is what i'm getting today and a lot of pampering by my mom and my dad and it's good to be home so getting the yummy aloo paratha is you know it did no harm to me and apart from all of this yes i also work out at times i do different kind of workouts whatever i can at home uh, it can be a dance workout it can and be the regular workout i even worked out with my uh, with the plants in my house okay. with the pack of mangoes of this trying to work out from wherever i can so apart from that yes i also am trying to work a little more on myself so like you said uh, it's always uh, interesting to you know like i believe it's always interesting to keep learning new things in life doing webinars attending webinars as well and overall i think it is a much needed break yeah. in a way back home i need it although i'm still working <laughs> but it's fun it's fun the lockdown is fun i think it should end soon but not stepping out of the house that's pretty interesting and talking about work so how are you coping up with the team working remotely i'm sure it it should be your first experience handling a remote team yes 100% it is a first time experience we've never done this before so the handling the team is not at all very challenging we thought it to be very challenging but it is a very interesting journey i think almost everybody has quite now adapted to the work from home culture it's been almost a month now so what what we do is we do a couple of team calls both are only related to what is happening in work front what is the tasks that are supposed to be happening in the day so this call happens in the morning we discuss the entire day and once the entire day is discussed we go back in the work zone we then break for lunch then post lunch we try to work on different prospective clients that we have inquiries on and then later in the day sometimes a couple of times in a week we do a fun call of an hour in which we don't discuss any kind of work like how you asked what are we what are we doing in the lockdown so there are different people in the team doing different things you know so apart from that then there are, there is another call which happens before the day ends and that is a discussion of as to how the day, how did the day go and what all you accomplished and what is it that we can do for the so next day this is a similar pattern that we used to do in the office physically now it's happening on zoom and uh, yeah so apart from that i think i have been personally in touch with a lot of uh, my people directly i randomly text them on whatsapp or send them good things which can keep them motivated if something is bothering them i want them to share it with me personally it can be something at home it can be staying alone because one of them is staying alone and doing everything alone so i try to motivate them in any way possible and i am sure that support that they're giving me today is uh, 
unbelievable so work from home is kind of settled in and work from home is a beautiful culture if you can do it in a disciplined manner right right 100% so yeah pretty good insight about you know work from home thing so i just directly want to uh, jump onto the question that you are an engineer right so what prompted you to get into marketing so what prompted me to get into marketing the biggest reason was i feel that me uh, being an it engineer i never imagined uh, myself doing a desk job i never imagined myself in front of a job uh, front of a computer for uh, you know maybe 10 hours in a day and uh, i did not imagine myself coding for sure although i am a software engineer and i think i always had this knack for marketing i i don't know i just had this thing that i love to a talk to people b i love knowing new people new things and uh, i love conversations you know so that's the reason why i think uh, this is what should be done and also it was not my decision okay. it was something which my partner come my brother come my mentor mr gautam agicha who's born but in mumbai one fine day randomly gives me a call when i was in the i would say the sixth semester of engineering and we all were preparing for the cat entrance for the mba and uh, he just tells me about big mouth and he's like you would you like to be a part of it and i was shocked and stunned <laughs> I didn't know what to respond because you know this is not how soon I imagined to become an entrepreneur. But uh, I took almost six to seven months to research about the field. To I used to do only that. I used to eat, breathe, sleep, repeat digital marketing in my college lectures, in my lab lectures, and suddenly the focus from MBA shifted to joining Big Mouth as a partner. You know, so that happened, and uh, I think I also believed in myself, and I thought that yes, this is what I should be doing. because i thought there is a lot of scope in the field mm-hmm. and when i look back today i know i agree that that one phone call did really make a lot of difference and uh, here i am today you know doing digital marketing without having a prior experience of uh, marketing or selling anything so yeah that's interesting story and i'm sure this will give a perspective to people that you know uh, there's so much to do apart from engineering as well so you know life just throws opportunities and you and we must be ready to grab those with both hands so uh, the next 100% question that i want to put up in front of you is how did your parents respond to this decision specifically because in the society in which we live in our decisions are more sort of you know inclined towards the thought process of our parents or maybe relatives person to answer that amazing question of yours i think uh, there couldn't have been a better support system behind uh, you know where i am today they didn't even ask me once that why you want to do this they were very supportive they said go ahead dad never forced me to join uh, the textile business that we run mm-hmm. uh, he was always very supportive as to you do what you want i'll give you 1000 days i if you come across successful continue doing that because according to him a business takes 1000 days to you know come in a stable stable position in a growth phase right. if you don't then you always have uh, my back i have we have the family business you can always come back and join it only my mom used to always say that you know i think you can do the same thing in indore so <laughs> why are you going to bombay because you know it's I never stepped out of the house before It was difficult for her to kind of let me go because uh, I guess July 15, 2016, when I came to Bombay, I think a couple of years before that, my sister got married, so she might be feeling like I have, I would want my son to be with me. So I think till date, she wants me to come back, but you know, my dream is to take them back to Mumbai. So that's how it is. So I think they are very supportive till date, and uh, it couldn't have been possible without their support. Yes, dad also supported me financially in the start. when we required some uh, you know investments to be done and he's been uh, amazing support and a pillar to me till now 
talking about our mothers they actually don't too much care that you know what the work we are doing or primarily so to speak but they are more care ghar pe rehna you be safe and everything they are worried about us is this particular part so if let's say if someone is in college at this moment and aspires to be in the media or the advertising industry so what skill set do they need to develop without getting an mba okay so anybody who is listening to this and is at the moment a student uh, either in the first year or just entering college or in the second or whatever see it's it's more about i, I would say it's more than the skill set i think you need the mindset okay. you need the mindset and you need to find that okay this is actually what i want to venture out into but obviously you don't know the answers right you're still in college you're pretty much fresh you've never worked before so what i would suggest to you is work in every goddamn field possible right you work as an hr intern you work as a sales intern you work as a marketing intern you work as a digital marketing intern you work as whatever your heart says do as many internships as possible because i think in in that duration you have a lot of extra time off your hands right i am sure you would agree because that is where you can do lot many things after your college gets over and obviously like i'm sure not all of you to go to college every day right there are a lot of days where you can actually make the most of it so just if we had to zero down on the skill set i think the skill set would definitely include a lot of uh, learnings about i would say ai i would say data management and about uh, big data as well apart from that yes there are a lot of you know people who require coding as well coding is a very big thing because you will never stop making a website or an application so it is going to be one of the key uh, skill sets which you will be requiring in future and apart from that i think learning more about ar vr will also help you and uh, apart from all of these things yes uh, you know digital is growing at a very very high speed i think any skill set in the digital bit will also help you reason being i think you all and i think we all use social media on a day to day basis it can be any favorites of our applications it can be right from humor uh, being tiktok you can be insightful from linkedin it can be just like a newspaper at twitter and just throwing all you all that you do on instagram or just going back to the days where you used to use facebook so i think why not uh, you know make them a skill set that you can earn something out of it also So if you're still in college keep exploring keep learning new things and I'm sure during certain and various internships you will come to know okay this is what I like and this is the kind of job I need after my college gets over and it's not compulsory that you keep switching jobs so if you like something if you're loving it keep doing it so very important point you mentioned about you know utilizing the time in college and if i go back you know four years uh, during my college days you know i would just want to get back there and utilize that time in some some fruitful manner and even i advise like juniors or you know people who are still in the college yet those four years are should be the best years of your life but again it should be equally important as well another challenge but that comes in who are actually pursuing engineering is that how should one deal with the peer pressure or family pressure so as to say that who might force you to do an mba or, or get a job into the field that you are actually pursuing engineering Okay, so if I had to reiterate your question, you what you meant was uh, how to handle the peer pressure when you okay you did so much of hard work for years, you did engineering and now you want to become a marketer or a blogger or an influencer or a photographer or a fitness freak or something into any other field that you love. Exactly. So I think see if you are doing any any kind of graduation, if you find your passion or if you find what you like to do at least, if not love. because mm-hmm. finding what you love to do is li- a little difficult to take in place it's a process and until it's a process and until then you keep doing whatever you like you're liking to do so if you get that during the journey then rather than going to that job which uh, you know be related to the, the field that you were studying in the last 4 years why not since the start only switch to a marketing or a different kind of career that you have you know it can be marketing it can be hr it can be sales it can be anything which is 
I'm speaking from an engineering point of view because I am an engineer. So that's why you know it's not necessary that you have to do a job which is a desktop-oriented job. You can do anything that you like. So handling the peer pressure, I think, uh, go out there. Just be honest. Like uh, how how Farhan couldn't be honest, and then you know in three days, Amir Khan comes and tells him, okay, this is what he wants to do. And then when you follow it, and when you love what you do, I think you keep growing in that. And then I think the peer pressure after a point of time doesn't matter because you're outperforming yourself. And then your peers are also happy, and you are happy also at the end of the day. I think that is what matters the most. Absolutely, hundred percent. I couldn't agree more to that. Now, to speak about you, you co-founded a company right after engineering. Do you feel that you know working, taking a job experience, or that might have helped you in handling the initial pressure, or would have taken you, or would have made some difference? Okay, so just to correct you a little bit over there. So yes, I was. Uh, I went to Bombay to just directly go and join the company. But when you're there in the middle of an ocean and you don't know how to fish, what do you do? You first learn how to fish. Right, so exactly, you know, when I went there, I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. I've never done a company. I don't know about, I don't know too much about marketing. I like you said, I can communicate with people. And back then, you know, I used to only, only used to communicate with people. I don't know how to pitch. I don't know how to do nothing. Yeah. I just know the basic, right? So what I did was number one, me and my partner, we shortlisted a graphic designing course. For me, so I learned Photoshop and CorelDRAW for about eight months because social media requires the the biggest skill that social media needs is amazing creators that can catch your attention 100%. or an amazing video. But that was just taking about a couple of hours of my day. So what to do the rest of the day? So then I found a job and I joined a job in a real estate digital marketing company called Real Reality Redefined. Mm-hmm. Then I was working as a search engine marketing uh, intern about for three months, and then I got as a search engine marketing executive, full time job post that. And in that ten months of my uh, working at Reality Redefined, we worked with big brands like Vadva, Loda, Goodrich. On the Google AdWords front, we understood a lot about analytics, Google AdWords, Google Ads, and uh, media buying. How does you know how do different different websites like Times of India, Economic Times, Forbes, etc., etc., earn out of Google? When they place an ad and a display banner. Along with this, I was learning a lot of skills. I was reading a lot of things. I was even writing my own blogs and my journeys from you know Manali to Leh mm-hmm. on a bike trip with four of my friends back in the back in 2016. So I directly did not jump into Bombay before jumping to Bombay. It was a 14-day trip that we took. Mm-hmm. So coming back to what you what I was saying, it is I think the most important uh, thing is yes. Sometimes it's good to know what happens on the agency front mm-hmm. so they can run one as well in future. And after about 10 months, when I thought that okay, I'm uh, I've done my learning part over here. It's time to move on. And then we, I actually moved on to the brand side, and I joined another company, which was Grotrees.com, as the assistant digital marketing manager, where I used to pretty much handle the entire thing, right from websites to content to creatives to blogs to planning to analytics to all things which you can think of in the digital, which a company would do. Mm-hmm. So it was a very challenging and learning experience. So I was doing that for about almost eight to nine months. And during that time, we were lucky enough to, you know. Get a little bit of push in Big Mouth. So November 2016 is when Big Mouth started getting a little bit of push, and that is where we started Big Mouth as well, if you say officially. And uh, by let I would say by February I was into the new job, and from February to August we managed to close about five good retainers, and one of them being a hundred-year-old logistics company for a six-month XCO project, which was an achievement for us. And that is where we thought that you know now it's now time to take the big leap. So by August 2017, then finally I left my job as well, and then. We I became like the full-time person to Big Mouth because I think that's where it was required. That kind of commitment was required back then. So yes, I would suggest everybody to always, you know, do a job as well. No harm in learning. 
but if you feel your idea is crazy it's amazing it's unique it has a ring to it and you you have a gut feeling that you should just go for it go for it directly also it's okay don't wait because maybe you know in the meantime you're working on your job somebody else picks up the idea and does it you never know there was a very interesting thing which i would like to tell you apart from what we're discussing one of my very close friends told me that never ever discuss a business idea in Starbucks <laughs> or any coffee shop for that matter because why once you know I've heard the story I don't know how much of it is true you know two people were discussing an idea and the person next to that table heard the company's name and the domain they were trying to book and he booked it he did not even think twice yeah. so then you know you know what happens when you book a domain then you try to upscale and sell it for a bigger cost to the person because you know the person will be definitely need, needing it right so i think uh, discuss your ideas with the people you trust the most and yes just to summarize please uh, if you feel that if it's something really out of the box and you want to go all in go all in and uh, going all in doesn't mean that you ignore everything else be practical but give it your maximum attention and if not that then choose the second part which is going for a job learning side by side developing on your skill set because on a job you get mostly weekends off so that is where you can work the most you know? and i'm sure pratik is also he was also working on his own blog which was doing great on cricket while he was also uh, working in a full time company so you can always do both the things right no no harm in doing it simultaneously and when the day you get the confidence get up and then jump into it yeah just jump just dive into it right we absolutely have so much time in our hand even if so we are doing a full time job we have weekends for ourselves so it's just a matter of fact of utilizing that extra amount of time and doing what we want to actually do and try out yeah so- yeah uh, so the next question that i want to put there's so much noise about digital marketing right and everyone wants to get a a small piece of pie so how should one stay away from all this clutter and keep their focus and figure out what they actually want to do not necessarily if they want to actually go into marketing or as well how should one go by it so like we were discussing uh, if you're still in college i think you have a lot of time and when you keep experimenting keep doing different things then you want to you know kind of zero down on one thing which you like the most during those three or four years of your graduation that is one way to look at things that is one way you can figure out and uh, stay away from the clutter of the space of marketing or digital marketing because a lot of people who you know even have come for interviews to big mouth they kind of uh, don't even know why they want to become a social media marketer or a search engine marketing specialist or a paid ad specialist or a media buying individual etc i always ask them why do you want to do this is it just because everybody else around you do around you is doing it see the reason is that no harm in trying you know but you will sooner or later come to know if i am just here for earning or learning and in the initial days only focus on learning please do not focus on earning because if you start it's good to earn extra money there does no harm when you are on your pocket money it's good but if you're not learning something out of it you might need to rethink about things also you if you have a certain inclination towards something or you're still developing don't get distracted by what others are doing overlooking what others are hustling for if you want to become a musician do it if you want to become somebody who you know is an astronaut do it an influencer do it don't compare yourself with other people is what i would say and that is where you will be able to declutter yourself from the other people and also just specifically follow the people you really like to follow because it can be a distraction when you see somebody else doing something which you at one point of time that's what i do you know i don't follow people which kind of take me away from my path it kind of distracts me so i don't follow them it can be an actor also it can be a famous person it can be a, a friend of mine also you know so i think very important self introspect that this is what i'm doing this is what i like this is the future in this field these are the pros and cons and i would like to continue this do continue doing this for the rest of my life or at least for the next 5 10 years 
and keep doing it and also i let nothing is in life goes waste if you learn something so if you still feel ki no i still want to try digital marketing or any other thing apart from this try it but learn about it read blogs about it follow influencers people who are doing the thing and then you will kind of understand if i'm developing an interest never if, if i really want to do that or i was just doing it because the world was doing it people will get a clear perspective about you know how to deal with all the clutter that everyone is facing and seeing actually uh, interesting answer how has engineering helped you in running a marketing agency now you have been been doing this for almost 4 years now i'm not wrong almost yeah, three and a half is uh, the agency is three and a half years old and i have been in digital since almost 5 years now yeah how has engineering helped you in running that particular agency i think if you have a little bit of knowledge about what html and css can do for you it really helps you when uh, people are discussing a website project around you or you know when you have to delegate a project to the having the basics of you know even if you go on your browsers and right click on your chrome browser and inspect and when you can read the code you know at least a little bit you can understand the code it's a different lingo it helps you number one so in website development projects yes it was helping me a lot i was the person who could and and when initially i was uh, it was just with emailers on my own so right from designing them to actually coding them so that helped me apart from that it was really easy for me to understand and learn wordpress which is a very easy platform to make a website today that helped me because of engineering and apart from apart from all of this technical knowledge in a way makes you a little little intellectual and you think a little more logically compared to the other skills and apart from that i think engineering has taught me how to basically this is my biggest take away from engineering how to actually deal with different kind of people and personality because you meet so many variety of so much variety of people right from somebody who's come from a you know a small village around in indore or a very big city or is from indore itself there's a lot of difference in the way they think and the way they do things and it's always good to keep knowing more people so that you can then understand and analyze people in future also and you can understand whom to deal with how have you hired any engineers at big bounce So yes uh, we actually did uh, initially we had an engineer who was i think in the social media front if i'm not wrong and yes if you're hiring a person who is for in charge of the website development or you know the technical part it's always good to look at an engineer and uh, it's not that anyone is looking for somebody who is going to do the social media bit i think there's no harm in hiring an engineer right it's always about the skill set that you show in the interview and the previous work that you've done and if not previous work the way you think and react to situations and how would you develop a client strategy or a brand online those answers really help to understand okay if this person whether it's an engineer or not is the right fit for you or no this is just my next question as well that what sort of characteristics you look in in the candidate you know while hiring not necessarily he would be applying for any role in your company okay so for everybody and anybody who's trying to apply for a job uh, you know during the lockdown or post the lockdown as well i would want to tell all of you that this is what i look for in a candidate my personal opinion number one does the candidate match the company's vision that you have and hold today share it with them see their reaction number two how optimistic is the person where does the person see himself or herself after couple of years in life very important question i think if the person really answers and has a clear answer and a clear vision that i want to grow step by step it really helps and a lot of times people don't have answers 
and they try to explore yes we have hired them as well but i would prefer somebody who has a clearer vision and matches it with the company as well and apart from that i think uh, a very important thing is how as a person are you what are your characteristics what are your traits how honest you would be with the team are you a team player or not do you like to think out of the box or you will just be doing what is instruct- instructed to you i think certain things you can actually make out in a interview for the first 15 20 minutes itself and the rest of it you come to know when you're actually asking different questions from the person and apart from all of this i think it's also very important to understand and make the person understand okay this is what you need and this is what you don't need sometimes you know that a lot of in times when i take an interview i i try to counsel the person also there have been couple of people who actually wanted to do acting and they were just doing this for money and they told you know they they were honestly they honestly told me i appreciated the fact that they were honest with me and i told them see even if you do for one year you will still be not being able to focus on your acting career so rather than doing this go sharpen your acting skills do some small ad films at the at the start in the beginning and gradually you will become a very amazing actor you never know i think uh, apart from these four five things very important thing is how experienced are you in what you have applied for and how much do you actually understand what you've applied for you know a lot of people don't even know what the job profile would be like even after sharing it with them so i remember you know when pratik had actually applied to to an agency of bombay very famous one he actually asked me you know this is all the assignments they've given me should i do this or should i not do this it's a lot of hard work it takes almost it will take almost a couple of days for me to actually formulate things so yes tests also help understanding the person's mindset yeah. so the preparing for the test preparing for what is your best work so i would also i also ask this question to a lot of people who apply in the design department or in the technical department or the social media department give me the best campaign that you've done till date give me the best designs that you've made till date and if you can answer that question with utmost sincerity and if you have the numbers or if you have the designs ready that means you really believe in your work and you have really done some commendable work if you cannot then you're just beating around the bush because you were not even confident of that campaign or that design yourself so confidence is also one more thing and just to zero down on the skill set i would say it's very important how you carry yourself in the interview if you can carry yourself very well it really puts an amazing impression on the person there have been cases where you know she just told the person in the first 5 minutes that uh, thank you for coming you know because we know that we will not be hiring the person so we don't want to waste the person's time and hours as well and there has been a case where the interview went for a couple of hours as well there has been a case where the interview went till an hour and we still didn't hire the person but i still remember that guy you know i got up i gave him a strong hug because he fought so much in life you know he was supporting his family the entire family was running on his salary and he lost so many things in life i can cannot even tell you but it's okay to give a hug to somebody sometimes i think it really helps them so i just added that part for all of you to know that if you're on the other side you know if you're taking an interview try to empathize with the person who's come for the interview as well not everybody's journey is the same and also lastly i think prati communication skills and the way you communicate also really add on it's a plus one for your portfolio you know a lot of people communicate amazingly well in hindi but we have hired them also no problem but at times i think you if you have a really good communication skills you will be preferred over the person who doesn't so the next question it's an interesting one why engineer turned marketers should be hired in place of let's say mbas Okay so what we are comparing over here is a person who has done MBA with versus a person who is uh, an engineer and who turned a marketer marketer directly yeah just like you <laughs> so i would agree so so see uh, i have no offense in people who have done an MBA MBA is amazing you should do it makes you give a lot of skill set which maybe engineering cannot the management and the skill set a business plan how to create a business plan how to make it sustainable etc etc but i think uh, almost all of that is today present online 
So if you have to really do an MBA, you do it from the best institute, right? Or you go learn it in the job that you want to go for in a marketing job. So I would say uh, why I would hire an engineer turned marketer. I think it really, I think particularly it really depends on the kind of role I'm hiring for, right? Am I, if I'm looking for a manager, manager material who can actually make the team work and, you know, get the things done along with the team, I would then probably prefer MBA student who has, you know, previously worked in the digital field. But if I'm looking for a person who's very technically strong and actually has done some great, great things in marketing as well, he might be an amazing manager too. So I would also prefer that person if the person is a engineer technically in terms of an IT or a CS engineer, plus then did a lot of things around social media marketing and different SEOs and the SPMs of the, of the digital gamut. I would also prefer that person over an MBA because that person can actually lead a team of the technicals as well, the social media team as well, and the creative field as well. Right. While an MBA cannot lead a team of the technical person because the MBA will not have the logics, the knowledge of the codes that we have today. So it will become difficult for him to actually get the loopholes out of that, the, the layer of the people who work on the website. Base. So I think it, it, the question, if I had to just come to the answer straight up, like I told you, it really depends on the role as well. But I think I would want to prefer somebody who has a technical background as well, because that person can actually act as a backup for you also when your technical team yeah. is not available. Right. So you need a person who's smart, who's technically sound as well and creatively sound as well. And I'm sure all of us know how creative engineers are. <laughs> and actually, Pratik, this is the example I gave you is a real example. Later in the first year of our agency, we actually hired a person who had a technical background okay. plus a design background plus social media background. It's a rare combination to find. We were lucky enough to find him. And the advantage of having him on the team were uncountable, like I told you. Is he still at Big Mouth? So he worked with us for almost one and a half years, one and a half or I think 1.8 years. And then he actually wanted to move out and do uh, an MBA because his peer pressure came into the play, like you said. And then after that, I think he thought that MBA is not my thing. And I, I told him that you don't really need an MBA. And then he went to, I think, a different city and he joined another agency. And he told me, he was very honest with me that this is what I'm doing now. So if someone is actually pursuing engineering, so what books, logs, mm-hmm. generals you would recommend to that person? Okay. So if you actually are studying engineering and you gradually want to turn into marketing or you want to develop other skill sets, I think you can read a lot of marketing books online. And back to zero down on some of the few books that I've read in my life is Rich Dad Poor Dad taught me a lot of things about how you should not be chasing money. but chase the learning and the skill set and the money will follow. Number two, I, I think the 5am book by Robin Sharma, the 5am club by Robin Sharma is also a very good read. And apart from that thing, also a lot of books like motivational books really helped me as well. I have learned, I have also read a couple of books by Shiv Khera. I've also, also uh, read a lot of books on uh, online, basically a lot of blogs. So yes, apart from the books, I would also like to tell you because oh, very honestly, the few five to six books I've told you that those are the only ones which I've read till now. Mm-hmm. And the Rich Dad Poor Dad is the latest read, which I did finally after a long time, I was contemplating it, but I made sure that I read it and I just finished it. It took me two months to finish it, being very honest with all of you. And uh, I think reading is a very important skill set. I'm trying to develop it and all of you should also. Apart from that, what I used to also read was, uh, you know, a lot of blogs online. I used to follow Entrepreneur India to read stories and I used to understand things from there as well. And apart from that, also I follow the people who actually influential in the field I am in and I read about what they are doing on platforms like LinkedIn as well. Mm-hmm. Because like so i made this very interesting thing things you should be do, doing if you're on social media this is something which pratik i did long back i kind of analyzed myself and i understood that i'm spending a lot of time on social media myself and it is not always for work so actually what i did was i started following pages which will help me increase my knowledge in the work front so i, I follow a lot of design pages i follow a lot of branding pages uh, a lot, i follow a lot of uh, 
you know campaigns and marketing pages i follow the big brands uh, the bigger the biggies of the league as well because if i'm already on the platform and if you are just scrolling up and down why not get an amazing post which can teach you something you know and it's not necessary to follow these pages only i follow a page which is helpful for increasing your vocabulary as well so i follow all the kind of different kind of uh, pages which can actually educate you but nothing better than reading a book nothing better than that because if you read a book you acquire no more knowledge and then so just yeah. add here and advise as well that something that i have been practicing now since the lockdown i created a separate account on instagram and started following just the marketing pages the good brands that whose work actually i you know admire and i love to go through them again and again so during the day i just if i tend to you know there's an itch to open instagram so i just open it and go to that account so in that manner i am ensuring that i'm utilizing my instagram time as well in some sort of a productivity i think that's a very good suggestion by prateek if you actually think that you know you want to take a break from the time pass instagram session right. make a new account which is specifically for the field you love like how he has made a account of marketing it can be like we discuss anything which you like and keep following the best of the best of the industry exactly. in that particular in that particular account and of that niche only right. and it's an interesting way so actually with the i also do this a lot of times mm-hmm. i haven't created a separate account but i just directly open not my account but the other account that i have and 90% of the times it is the account uh, of big mouth as well to actually see and i keep analyzing things from over there i just randomly go to the insights wherever i can so i think yes pradeep that's a very good suggestion to what we discussed yeah so what would be your just one piece of advice to an engineer to become a great marketer without doing an mba okay i think one if i had to zero it down in one line not specifically for somebody who's engineering and then marketing and not an mba because I think that's the three important focus points of the conversation today because basically I did the same thing. I think uh, I would come to the, I would just directly come to the point a little later but before that follow your heart follow that gut feeling discuss it with your best friends discuss it with your teachers who taught you in school in college they will always try to guide you and once things start heading into the direction that you want to head for it and if I had to give you one advice uh, like anybody who is in the similar scenario today an engineer today wants to become a marketer like we discussed earlier pratik it's always good to have some management skills of the hand make sure you are a part of every small event which takes place in your college make sure you're doing a lot more of internships in marketing and other things that you're interested in make sure you're learning and like pratik asked earlier you're reading about it also make sure you're already aware about what is happening in the industry on the offline front and on the online front both and make sure that you are a believing in yourself no matter what be persistent because according to me the that's one final thing which i wanted to zero down on was for everybody whoever is listening i i'm a very strong believer of this thing which is persistency is the key to success Absolutely. go become rahul dravid you know go do go defend about 10000 balls uh, for your country you know and you can win matches for your country and if you become a persistent person you never ever lose hope trust me guys you never lose hope we have one a client almost after a year also oh, that's interesting that shows the level of discipline you follow and how strongly committed you are the persistence the things that you're talking about now i have known you since college days you are one of the best communicators i have come across so what would be your piece of advice for people out there and specifically i also personally want to take out of it how to be you know a good communicator because i believe that this is one of the most important skill that everyone needs to have irrespective of the field they are in so firstly thank you so much for the compliment It means a lot to me although i'm still learning how to how to you know improve and you know get better at whatever i say and how i say it whether i am speaking to you over a conversation in this podcast or over a phone call or on the stage wherever i am you to become a good communicator number one start communicating often right number two start communicating with yourself 
especially in front of a mirror i've given this advice to a lot of people and really helps when you see yourself when you start communicating about anything that you know like a speech that you might have practiced for getting that you know post in the school student council you know because i did that and i think since the start when you are young just keep going to the stage as often as possible to remove that stage fear go speak in front of the class go take a lead if you can take a lead for the class apart from that like i earlier mentioned if you read a lot of books on communication skills speeches of the best speeches of the world etc etc google them you'll find some amazing ones it'll really help and very importantly observe how the best orators and speakers of the world speak right from right from chris gardner to barack obama to if you want to add a little more drama go listen to a very famous bollywood actor can be shahrukh khan you know if you want to be Koki and Sassy go listen to Leonardo from Wolf of the Wall Street yes. really helps so i think uh, listen to them over and over again understand how they are modulating the voice and a very big tip which i would like to give before i complete this so yes coming back to that first complete that completing that uh, voice modulation very important the way you are standing very important so the gestures that you make very important the hand movements or you know how much uh, are you interested in talking to the person also matters etc etc what you actually need is a common point of conversation today if you let's say we bang into each other and if you have no common point of conversation you will not be able to conversate and communicate right right also try to have something which is very common for everybody maybe somebody or anybody doesn't uh, have all, everything in common but think from the topics of the world which might be common you know but productive ones not politics productive yeah. ones like the, you can talk about a little bit of the good things which are happening in the technological side and also when you talk to the person you kind of understand what is he liking what is he not liking and then you can pick up from that and then build a conversation from that ahead and also like again if you read books you will be able to talk about a book so these are the turkey four to five points if i had to zero down on the communication part as well those are some brilliant pieces of advice and i'll actually personally bring those into application for myself now 100% we are almost towards the end of the episode just a couple of questions more who's the most wittiest person you have come across or you have heard of i think the most witty person i've heard of is uh, i would say sharukh khan i share the responses he has given <laughs> Because the responses, if you go and Google about Shahrukh Khan and his wittiest responses to the press or to anybody who's put an allegation on him, they are just out of the world amazing. Right. Like the way he has responded to these people, and that is not scripted, guys. He is, he was just there, you know, in the conversation. He just did it over there. My answer for that question will be Shahrukh Khan. And the final question: What's the most viral campaign that you have actually that left you and say say wow this? The most viral campaign that blew my mind away was uh, a campaign done by Life Boy by a very famous agency. So you know there is a Kumka Mela which happens every time in India, and it's the biggest gathering. And people say that they can actually see it from space as well. So you know the very important factor over there is sanitization, right? People don't uh, follow the hygiene and uh, they don't wash their hands and all other factors. So what these people did at Life Boy was they made a very interesting stamp in Hindi which says Life Boy se haath dhoya kya. And what they were doing with this stamp was on every roti they were making this stamp was there. Oh. So when the roti would come in your plate, first thing which you read is Life Boy se haath dhoya kya. and you will be like even if you washed even if you did even if you did not think of washing your hands you would want to wash your hands and every uh, near every place that they were serving food they installed about two to three two to four basins mm-hmm. so that they can actually mm-hmm. wash the hands also 
and this campaign i think uh, i think i don't know a lot of people know about it or not but it really gave a lot of brand value i think it almost 10x the brand value for liveboy mm-hmm. and the revenue shot up as well because people started trusting liveboy furthermore because liveboy showed a little bit of care and concern for the people so i think that was one of the most viral campaigns that i could immediately think upon i am sure there are much bigger and much live uh, viral campaigns as well but i think this was very very interesting one Thank you, Tarun, for coming on the show and for giving everyone such brilliant perspective about marketing and how engineers can actually become great marketers. I would once again like to thank you for inviting me and having me over. And think before you are finally about to see the closing words, I would just like to add before that: if you actually like this podcast, do like, share, and subscribe. It support Pratik. It's called Witty and Viral by Pratik, and he, I'm sure he's planning for getting amazing people on the panel with him. And apart from that, I think tell everyone whatever knowledge you have, keep giving it away to people, keep empowering people, keep empowering people, keep inspiring them, keep communicating with them, and also very importantly, like we said, uh, stay persistent no matter what. Success will follow. And if you liked what we spoke about, please go give it a check. Check it out. Check our company page at the rate Big Mouth Digital Nine on Instagram. And if you would like to get in touch with me and stay in touch with me, you can. Reach out to me at t a r u n m a k h i j a zero one Tarun Makija zero one on Instagram. So yes, I wish all the best to Viti and Varal by Pratik, and uh, I think it was an amazing day today. So thank you so much, Tarun. Uh, I'll be surely dropping Tarun's handles in the description. So yeah, that's pretty much from the first show. Just uh, lead for the people that if you're looking any sort of help in terms of your marketing career, please head out to Tarun on LinkedIn or or any other social platform. He has provided me an immense support personally, and I'm sure he's open to providing support to anyone and everyone out there. So yeah, we hope you enjoyed this one and gained some valuable inputs to be a great marketer. Do give me your feedback about this episode. I hope to improve as we get along the journey. Till then, stay safe, stay home. We'll be back with another episode. Thank you, guys.